thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to bringing wellness into our lives. I'm Damien Kristoff. And I'm Brett Hill. And Lawrence is still out. Still on holidays. Hitchhiking around New Zealand. He's, uh, <laughs> he's doing something. We don't know where he is. We know he's online. We think he's ignoring us, but, uh, you know, never mind. We'll have fun anyway. Hey, we'll Brett, tonight we have a, a rock star in our midst. We have a girl who is so supercharged that she created a whole movement. Like, she got people rallied up around Australia in the five major you know cities in australia got people flocking together to different hotels around the joint to talk about real food she created the real food revelation revolution and how good was it it was uh, awesome wasn't it what how a group good of people. was that like i had a ball i know you you and i both presented i know lawrence presented apparently he tore it up but i had a ball i had a ball and so i'm without any further ado i'm going to welcome to our wellness guys call tonight um Zane Appleby. So, Zane, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. It's awesome to be chatting to you guys. <laughs> uh, it's great. Hey, Lawrence has just told us he's just about to go to bed, so he's definitely not joining us tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you get his beauty sleep, got to maintain that porcelain skin. How so. do you get poor, perfect skin? You go to bed early, just like Lawrence. So um, <laughs> that's, that's what happens. Now, Zane, um, we were honoured and privileged to be able to share the stage with you and to, to speak with the people that were all... Um, present and wanting to be part of your movement, the Real Food Revolution. Uh, can you tell me how, firstly, you got to the point where you felt you needed to create change? And then how did you get to create such a magnificent movement, in, you know, secondly? Well, the Real Food Revolution kind of started a long time ago for me. It started with my own story, really. Um, the Real Food Revolution n- now began because I had had a huge change in my life and I wanted to get other people on board with understanding that no matter where they were, that they could make a change that would make a difference, that you know would make them feel better. So that's that's where it began. It actually began when I was really quite young and, and when I was um, 16, I left home and I was not feeling very happy. I went to the doctors and I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. So that's where the Real Food Revolution really began. Um, I was diagnosed. I was put on lots of medication, antidepressants, antipsychotics, um, mood stabilizers. Um, Within 12 months, I was put on a disability pension. And that's where I was told my life was going to be at. And, And I stayed on that path, you know, listening to that advice for a long period of time. And, you know, instead of feeling better from all of those choices, I actually started to feel worse. And I'd take myself off my medication, make bad choices, make good choices, go back to the doctors, be told, you know, it's because you're not on your medication, go back on the medication. And just wasn't really making any progress, wasn't really getting anywhere, waking up in the morning, feeling flat, not, you know, having any goals. And, and not going anywhere. And, and so that was my story for sort of 10 years. And, and one day I heard about cognitive therapy and how that I could use cognitive therapy and making really good food and exercise choices to make a difference. And so I, I decided to make a change. And, and, you know, that's been really successful for me. So I wanted to share that with other people. Nice. That's awesome. That is such an amazing story, Zaino. What a what a journey of transformation. And, and I'd really love to ask a few questions about it. You know, one of the things I'm really interested in with you is, I guess, 
you know, where you were at, you know, it was quite a, I guess, a passive system. Like when you're sort of, you know, you're taking the medications, you're on a support pension, you know, it's sort of a lot of stuff being, I guess, done for you. And, and then you, you turned around from that to then taking charge and, and really taking charge of your own health and your own journey. And I think there's probably a lot of people in that similar situation who are under, you know, are, are taking, I guess, more of a passive approach to their health and perhaps even a passive approach to their life. How did you get from that sort of passive state into that really proactive state and, and how do you think other people can do that too? Look, for me, it was a really big thing because it wasn't one day or overnight. I'd love to say, look, I woke up one day and everything changed. It wasn't like that. It was every day that I woke up and didn't feel satisfied. And so I kept looking at that. Why don't you feel satisfied? Why do you feel unhappy? You know, and to really question like what what it was that I wanted. And I knew that I wanted to feel better. I knew that I wanted to feel happier. And, and I knew that I wanted to you know, get out of the situation that I was in. And so often what I see with people that I work with and talk to now is that they just accept this is the way that it is. And for me, the change happened because I wasn't willing to accept this is the way that it is. I I felt like there was something better and that I could get to something better. And so I really want to impress upon anybody listening and anybody that I ever talk to that if you're not feeling great about your, your health, your wellness, what you're achieving, the goals that you're getting to, then you can actually decide to make a change from that and, and, you know, use that as a fuel to move forward. Sorry, I was on mute there. I was actually typing with Lawrence, trying to keep him awake, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was doing two stay things at once because I can, right? Because I'm one of the few people on the planet that can actually multitask. You know, you know what Lawrence would be telling you, Damo? No multitasking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've even turned my laptop screen away so I can't do that, you know. <laughs> oh, I've been surprised. Hey, Zane, um, one of the things that I noticed about you um, and what we often see, and look, one of, I think one of the great things that we've got with the wellness guys is that people know that you can still be in a kind of, I, I, maybe we're a little bit dorky, but we, we think we're pretty cool. Um, and I've, I'm still wearing pointy shoes and Lawrence has got an Armani suit, right? So we think that we're reasonably cool. But I noticed that you're a really cool chick and you eat super healthy food and you continue to do a better job what's your message how do how do we get this message of of yours which i know i like you to share that message with people how how do we make this message so cool that everybody wants to do it what do you think um, look, I think that that's an awesome idea. I guess you know we can talk about what the the message actually is because it's not just the food. Like I know that you've pointed out the food. Um, for me, it's it's not just that. It's a it's a you know it's a holistic thing. It's a whole um, you know group of different things that are important. And and I think to make it really cool is we make it really simple. Sometimes things are so complicated. Yeah. You know, you go and you hear all these big words and all these different things and all these different programs and all these little boxes. You know, I'm vegan. I'm paleo. I'm you know vegetarian and and yeah. All that, I think, is is what stops it being cool. What it really needs to be is a simple message um, that is easily understandable, and and that's what makes a difference. You know, my message is really simple. It's an an, an acronym. You know, start with the end, E N D, end in mind, and and that's it. And I think that's what's cool about it is it's so easy. Anybody can understand it, and anybody can start making changes towards it. That's so true. And Brett's actually made barefoot cool and, uh, and wearing jeans that. on stage I saw cool, that hasn't he? Right? Oh. Do you know what's so funny? I'm going to interject. I just have to because you know you guys have seen me when I talk, and I always wear pretty you know party dresses, which are probably a little bit over the top. And that's so cool. Someone said to me once, "Zane, you should do that with bare feet." And I was like, "You can't get away with that." And when I saw <laughs> Brett, I was like, "Maybe I could get away with that." <laughs> <laughs> See, he's a trendsetter. 
the way forward. No shoes. I'm trying to get Damien and Lawrence on board. It's taken a little while, but I love it. <laughs> eventually, uh, so, uh, so Zane, I'd love you to take us through your, uh, you know, your simple little strategies because one of the things that really stood out from your talk at the Real Food Revolution was just that it was so simple. Like it was just such a simple strategy, and I love that. I, you know, obviously you would have heard my talk as well. It's all about just breaking it down into small bite-sized chunks, and I thought you did that really well. So perhaps we can just start going through, you know, each of the three segments, and obviously for you the mental side of it's been a really important aspect of your journey so so what's your what's your acronym and what are the the sort of simple steps you've got for us for the mental to get the mental game right and on track yeah look i I love that you've brought it back to that because end is the three steps so and exercise nutrition and detoxification and most people say well where does the mental part fit into that um and and that fits into the detoxification part and i always say it's about detoxification of mind and body and i make it really you know let's break it down if you're going to build a house where do you start we're not going to start from the roof and and work your way down you start from the foundation and work your way up so the foundation of our house if we're building one for me is detoxification of mind and body then we put you know the frame the structure the walls on and that's the nutrition and then we top it off with the roof and that's exercise so that's your end and you know so the d is the most important bit to me but it, it really starts with your thinking and, and your mindset and you know I always say, like, do you have a case of stinking thinking or do you have a a case of thoughtful, thankful? I don't know where it came from. I picked it up from someone else's talk. I can't take credit for it. But I really love it. You know, if you wake up um, every day and you're feeling miserable and you're beating yourself up and, you know, you're never going to get the results that you want to get. So um, with the toxification of mind, I've got a couple of different strategies that I use, um, positive thinking, affirmations. And when I talk affirmations, I'm not talking about sort of standing in the mirror and telling yourself that, you're something that you're not if if you're still not at the body weight that you want to be at I don't want you to stand in the mirror and say oh look I have the hottest body in the world because there's no sort of um, acceptance of that you look at yourself and you're saying I'm the hottest body in the world and your mind saying, oh no you're not Um, that's not an affirmation to me an affirmation is saying something that's really believable to yourself like I'm making choices to get me to you know the healthy body that I'm looking for so affirmations is one of the first things that I that I work on Um, I then look at other, other cognitive therapy strategies, journaling, writing down things that you're grateful for each day. So just being really conscious of the situation and aware of the situation that you're in and the things that you can feel grateful for um, every day. And then when you start out, it's really simple. Like I, if, if I said to you guys now, tell me five things that you're grateful about, you could do it, right? Yep. But yes, when you've been – absolutely. When you've been doing that for 12 months and you're not writing down the same things more than once, it's, you've got to start really looking Whoa. for stuff. That's a total <laughs> attitude of gratitude, isn't it, that one? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so I really start, when it comes to detoxification of mind, um, you know, putting aside the negative thoughts that we have and look for things to be positive for, look for affirmations that we can believe in and things that we can tell ourselves that we're, we're actually doing. And, you know, if you hear those negative thoughts come up, instead of, you know, feeling bad, oh, I slipped, I, I was thinking badly of myself, you know, like just allow that and accept that and say, look, thanks for that feedback. And, you know, what can I think of that's really great and positive? What can I do right now that's, you know, something that I can positively think of? So definitely like mind, um, it, it takes practice is the biggest thing with that. And we're not going to be perfect overnight, but it's definitely achievable if you're consciously aware that I want to have a more positive mindset. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Um, Zane, 
when you're doing the real food revolution, which I'll reiterate again, for those of you who missed the real food revolution, you should definitely you know, well, get along to some of Zane's events. Sydney and Brisbane still to come. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. Well, I'm going to be in Sydney. It's going to be awesome. Oh, <laughs> there you go. You can go see you know, another Barefoot episode with Brett. And, uh, you know. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> so you do that. What you know? Obviously, mindset is a big thing, and I've been in the health industry now for nearly 20 years, and I see that too with a lot of people is their mindset is just um I, I say they suffer from craniodigital rectilitis um which is uh if you break that down it's um their head up their bum sucking their thumb is what that means and uh and i think that what actually that what that implies is that people tend to think that once they've made a bad choice that their whole world falls apart and they should then give up and then go to the woe is me and go oh I mm-hmm. mucked it up. I've just got to. Go. I'm never going to make it. Blah blah blah. What was what was your experience uh, at the Real Food Revolution with the people that you met? What what did you find commonly was the issue with them? Um, you know, like one of the things, and what you've just said is really struck with me. But one of the things that I found is blame. You know, oftentimes that it's not just you know us sitting there with our head above our and sucking our thumb. It's you know once we sort of start looking around, we're like, oh, it's not me, it's outside of me. The problem is, you know, my husband doesn't like to eat well or that my kids are really stressful or, you know, it's something outside of ourselves. And, and what I've really learned, and sometimes I feel like I'm a bit harsh when I say it, but it's, it's always us. You know, we just have to take responsibility that the situation that we're in especially when it comes to the way we think, nobody's inside of your head. Nobody's forcing you to have a thought or to, you know, that comes from from ourselves. And the cool part about that is that we've got the opportunity to change it. If it's not anybody else that's affecting that, then that means right now I can make the decision to do something about it. I don't have to wait till tomorrow or next week or for something else to change. I can change it. Yeah, nice. Love it. I love it, Zane. That's, that's so resonating with me right now. That's just... Uh... You know, sometimes you just get the right message at the right time. I've had a bit of a crummy day today. I've been I've been doing that a bit myself, so that's been perfect. That's great timing. Well done. Hey, see, we see. need help, right? It's great. It's great. We always it? need help, and that's a cool thing for me about going to the Real Food Revolutions and listening to you guys speak and the other speakers. And I sort of come out there with like little notes or get up into my room, jot that down. That was an important thing to remember. I forgot that. Yeah, isn't it great? Well, that's what we love about doing the wellness guys. It's so cool. We get to chat to different cool people every week, and every week without fail, you learn something new and something cool and it's just awesome so we're always learning as well as the people listening always learning it's just fantastic so Zane let's go back to your little uh, algorithm here I don't know what we call it I never right. remember what this was my acronym. acronym acronym that's what I was trying to say acronym <laughs> big word big word so let's go back to the E and talk a little bit about the exercise yeah look exercise again and there's so many people, personal trainers. Like, oh, look, I am a personal trainer and I've studied lots of different exercise things just for the joy of it. You know, I'm a Pilates instructor and a yoga instructor and well, let's go do a course on, you know, aqua aerobics and, and they're all cool. But you don't need any of that to, to move more. And when I break down exercise, I just break it down really, really simple. I can give you the science behind how much you should move or how much, how you know often you should move. But really for me, exercise comes into, again, three more categories. Um, get huffy puffy pick up some heavy stuff and get a bit bendy. That's it. It's as simple as that. <laughs> what is that? So let's <laughs> each of those. Let's, what, what do we mean by get huffy puppy? I've already heard this at the Real Food Revolution, but I really <laughs> want the listeners to hear it because I thought it was fantastic. I really love the simple way you explain things. So let, let's get into each of those. I would absolutely love to. Like, get huffy puppy means 
you know, if we're going to use a big word, cardiovascular exercise. But oftentimes when you say, you know, you've got to do your cardio, people are like, oh, my gosh, I've got to go for a run. And they just, that's the worst thing in the world that they could possibly imagine doing. Look, I know some people love going for a run, but some people absolutely hate it. And when you start saying the word cardiovascular exercise or the words cardiovascular exercise and you don't love running, then you get this kind of little defense wall up going, oh, that's not my favorite thing to do. So for me, Happy Puffy is doing something that makes you smile and gets your heart rate up. And it can be anything. It can be dancing. It can be swimming. If you do love running, it can be running, going for a power walk. It can be, you know, taking your dog out and throwing the frisbee and running around the park. It can be anything where you get that heart rate up and you get moving. And I always say to people, you know, how much is enough? Well, probably more than what you're doing now if you've got a sedentary life. So that's a really good place um, to begin. Mm. Yeah. Um, the you know we can say like look at your maximum heart rate and work out at 60 to 80 percent of your maximum heart rate and that's your fat burning zone and that's all really good but when I talk about it I even you know throw that to the side and say okay look if you can comfortably talk or talk as fast as I do normally then you're probably not working out half and hard enough you know <laughs> you got to do something more but if you you know you're absolutely walking and gasping for breath between every sort of word if you tried to say a sentence then you you're possibly going too hard that might be good for your heart health but it's not that healthy zone that we're trying to get into Mm. there so you know you want to be able to say a sentence and then have to take a deep breath you know and and then work out at that level and if you want to you know involve heart health with you know that fat burning zone or that you know standard fitness then you can do little interval bursts where you go really hard for a little while and then slow it down and get to that kind of you know, sentence and breath, sentence and breath, and then work out a little bit harder and, and do that interval training. But simple, easy, something that you love and, and do it regularly. Yeah, good. And uh, now, obviously, that's the huffy puffy side of things. What about the lift heavy stuff? Look, again, this is one, and the reason why I broke it down like this is because some people love things and some people hate things. And some people, the idea of going to the gym is like, oh, the bee's knees, I'm happy to spend three hours in there. Look, if I didn't have to work, I'd spend all day in there. And other people are like, oh, my God, what's the most scary, horrible thing that I could possibly look at doing? Well, that's going to the gym. But we do need muscle strength. Muscle strength is so important. Look, there's so many reasons. Um, Strength exercises build up, you know, our bones so that we don't develop things like osteoporosis. Muscle weighs more than fat, but it's smaller, it's slimmer, it's smoother. You know, it looks better. And, you know, who doesn't want to look good? You know, everybody looks in the mirror and goes, I'd I'd really like to look better today. So um, it is about... Pardon? Except for Brett, because he looks amazing. He already already looks good, right? He's already he's already ripped. So, um, so yeah, look, it really is um, about doing that strength training. But, at, you know, if you've been strength training regularly, then, yeah, gin's great. But if you're not doing anything, and that's the point that I'm coming from, then what can we do? And, you know, squats, push-ups. If you can't do a push-up on your toes, do them off your knees. If you can't do them off your knees, find yourself a wall. Like, you know, everybody lives in a house, and we've got one that we can lean up against and, and do some... <laughs> He's got a tent. <laughs> He's got a cave. <laughs> the man cave. It's one of our jokes. Up against the cave falls fine. It's, it's, of... it's solid. <laughs> Lawrence, Lawrence was on before typing in a message. That's why I was a little bit distracted, right? He said, 
Say hi to the listeners from me from New Zealand, Fidianga, Cooks Beach, where the internet is almost as good as Brett's Cave. So I thought that was pretty funny and timely. So. Perfect timing. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Enough paying me out. So, so the next thing on the uh, on the list was get bendy, and, and I think at the real food revolution, I think saying that you actually said get kinky because I think that got my attention. So so let's talk a bit about getting bendy. I actually didn't put it to just getting bendy, but it kind of struck me while I was talking at the Real Food Revolution that if you get huffy puffy, you pick up heavy stuff and you get bendy, that you could probably do all of that in the bedroom. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Then, <laughs> so, yeah, getting bendy could happen in the bedroom, but uh, it puffy. could happen in other areas as well. It's more, um, it's more than 30 seconds then, obviously. Yes, probably, you know, and, and I know that, you know, you men think 30 seconds is longer than it is, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> that a bit too cheeky. Wow. <laughs> um, We're confident here, don't we? No. PG, PG. That was the first thing I said, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, get bendy to me it's about stretch but it's not just stretch it's about yoga and, and I guess you guys as chiropractors have more of it, the scientific knowledge between about this and, and I'm sure and I've heard some of the podcasts where it's where it's come up before but you know a healthy spine healthy life and and so I really think that so often people go out and they go for a run or they pick up weights and they just don't even think about their spine or their flexibility you know and I always think long muscle strong muscle and you know if your spine's not in alignment then you're not getting all the messages that you need to get to all the parts of your body that you need to get them to. So for me, it's not just about, you know, doing a bit of a tricep stretch. It is about having a regular yoga practice and, and really making sure that you do that in a, you know, a safe environment that you are not, you are actually following the, the practices that you're not trying to get to the end posture, but you're having good form along the way to getting the posture. And it could be any type of yoga. You know, there's lots of great yoga classes. I mean, I'm a Bikram yoga fan. I've done a hundred Bikram classes oh, in a hundred days. Great, <laughs> you did the hundred hundred. I did a hundred hundred. It was oh, awesome. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That's total rock star effort. That's incredible. <laughs> That is hardcore, but look, I'm not encouraging people to do that. If that's not, you know, the thing, if being warm is, is scary, then, you know, there's Hatha yoga or there's Iyengar yoga or there, there are other forms of yoga, but it's not just about stretching. It's about stretching in the right way, not trying to get to the, the most deep posture, but getting to the right form of the posture. And it, it's also, there's a really big key about this that kind of comes back to the mind detox as well. But yoga is not just about moving the body, but it's about like connecting to the body and like really breathing into it and connecting to your breath and listening to what the body's doing. And in this life, like how busy are we all? How, you know, with Skype and iPhones and laptops and like we're so intense. In bl- yeah, blackberries, you know, what was it? Apples and blackberries used to be fruits, you know. Like, That's true. <laughs> um, it, it's, we don't breathe and we don't connect and we don't listen to our body and, you know, you can walk around with a sore foot all day and then think, what happened to my foot? Because we don't stop. Um, and so the yoga is, one, about like getting that stretch in, long muscle, strong muscle. Two, about making sure that, the you know, you've got that strength and, you know, long strong spine and three about really just connecting to the breath and and just listening to what your body's got to say instead of just running around in circles 
<laughs> nice. So we started with the end in mind. We've done we've done the E, we've done the start, we've done the D, we've done the end, and, and the N in the middle. That was nutrition, wasn't it, Zane? It was, and that's my favourite. Is that why you saved it? Because you saved the best for last? Absolutely, and you did such a great job talking about it at the Real Food Revolution, so we thought we'd get you talking about that again because, I, once again, I just love the way you broke it down. You just kept it really simple. You spoke about adding things in. So so give us your, your lowdown on, on getting some good nutrition in. Look, you know, the worst thing that I hear when people um, want to change their nutrition, and so many people do that, you know, they get to the point where they're like, something's not, something's got to give. You know, I know that that's an area for improvement. And the worst thing that I hear is like, okay, I'm going to start chopping everything out. These things are bad. They put them in a little box. That's, you know, bad. I don't want any of those things. And, you know, they put themselves on a diet. And you you guys have heard this before, I'm sure, sure that the listeners have heard this before. But what are the first three letters of the word diet? You know, die. And, and that's what happens to your motivation after about mm, 24 hours of being on a diet, just yeah. from the thought that you're on one, that you, all of a sudden it's so difficult. And so I, I don't want anybody to have that diet mentality or put themselves into this box that they have to follow these rules. But what I do want it. Um, encourage people to do is add the good stuff in and what happens when we start adding the good stuff in the clean whole foods the fruits and the vegetables and you know I'm, I'm not talking about plain old lettuce tomato cucumber salad that your great-grandmother used to feed you that was kind of all limp and not inspiring <laughs> talking about really delicious foods like you know as a raw food chef i make all sorts of things we have raw tacos and raw spaghetti bolognese and we have like amazing you know asian salads that taste like a stir fry so whole clean food start adding that stuff in really simply and then all of a sudden the other stuff doesn't really have a place and it starts dropping out on its own and, and that's a really good place to begin yeah I like that. I like that a lot. I, we were saying before we got on the call that um, I eat a heap of raw food every single day, but I also have a bit of cooked stuff because I don't. I tend not to eat my meat um, raw. I tend, <laughs> although sometimes I do, but not all the time. Bit of steak tartare, day, mate. I do. I look. I love that. It's I not really bad. do. Um, and I love ceviche. You know, when it comes to fish, you know. So there's a few things that I eat raw. Um, but I really, and I know that you obviously practice this too, Zane. So with regards to raw, a lot of people have a big, um, head issue with bringing raw into their, into their lifestyle, into their diet. How does somebody bring more raw into their life? Um, it's a good question the way that you've put it. Look, I, I like to think about it as intuitive, integrative eating. You know, we want to kind of integrate more in the tastes good. I think that the, uh, you know, what I think the answer to that is is that most people are afraid that raw food's going to be really boring and really plain. You know, it's not going to taste good. And, 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 Could and be further from the truth, though, could it? Like really no. It's, it's, so, it's so good and there's so much information out there about – and this is what I do. Like, you know, my business, we do lots of little raw food classes and stuff like that where we get people in and we get hands-on and we make stuff and they're like, oh, I would never have eaten that. But it's amazing. And I've had men there, you know, I don't like cauliflower. And then they're walking out eating raw cauliflower sushi thinking like, you know, I'm taking this home to feed my kids. So it doesn't have to be hard is number one and it doesn't have to be boring is number two. And once we can get our minds around that, um, you know, then we can start adding it in pretty easily. All right, Zane. So we've you've done such an amazing job with this real food revolution. I mean, like I said, we just found it fantastic. It was such a great group of people. It was a really cool crowd. You it took was. it nationally. It was absolutely massive. You did such a good job. So, what's next for you, Zane? What's what's on the horizon? What's coming up next? What can we look forward to? 
look, this is a really exciting thing for me. As you guys have heard and as probably everybody's just heard, I'm pretty passionate about speaking about health and wellness. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that? Did you get that? Just um, a little. <laughs> so that's what I want to keep doing. I want to keep like educating people um, on that holistic health, on those simple principles, exercise, nutrition, detoxification of mind and body. And for me, it, it is raw food is, is a big thing. Um, and I don't think that everyone needs to be raw. I, look, I have a thing and I'm just going to throw back a little bit on what we're talking about nutrition. Um, I don't think we need to put ourselves in a box. Like, you know, a lot of people are the vegan or they're vegetarian or they're paleo or they're whatever and they put themselves in this box and that's where they have to be. Um, I believe what I want to do is learn more about raw and educate more, pe- more people about raw so they can add it to whatever they're doing. And I feel like once they start doing that, all of a sudden they're going to feel better and they'll want to do more of that. So moving forward for me is is to learn more about raw food. And in Australia, we don't actually have any raw nutrition certification. I've done nutrition certification and studied naturopathy, but I haven't um, had any raw nutrition certification. And so moving forward, I'm going to Living Light Culinary Arts School um, in the United States and actually studying there. (laughs) That's cool. That's amazing. Now, we were talking earlier on too. That's a very, uh, it's an up there pricey course to do, obviously, isn't it, Zane? And yeah. um, and a lot of people, you know, would love to do this course, but we need we need someone to come back and teach us how to get this raw stuff really going in our lifestyle and actually integrate it into the nutrition courses and into our understanding of of food and nutrition. And and uh, one of the things that's been set up for you, not by you, but for you, is an opportunity to fund you and help you. Um, get to learn all of that and then bring all of that back into Australia. Is that right? That's exactly right because in the, because it's not here, there's nobody here with that and, and I want to come home and share it and, you know, do things similar to the Real Food Revolution where we can speak to loads of people and pass on the knowledge and they can pass it on to people around them. And, you know, it, as you've said, it is pricey and um, you know, very and it's not yeah. something that, you know, it's an everyday thing. And I'm, I've had this goal and I've been saving and putting everything into it that I can and working hard to achieve it. But to, to get there... Um, um, I need to to make another ten thousand dollars actually to to go, and um, the um, a friend of mine who has been really really supportive said, "Look, I believe in you, and I know that you can do it, but I'm going to help." And oh. it, it set up what's called a GoFundMe, where people can go on and make a donation. But I didn't um, when I found out about it, I didn't want it to be people just giving money for nothing. And so what I've done is I've added little gifts from me. So if someone wants to make a donation of twenty dollars, they'll get one of my ebooks. Or fifty dollars, they'll get a couple of my eBooks. Or, you know, if they want to come to one of my classes when I get back, then they can make a donation and get one of my classes for free. Or, you know, so there's lots of cool little gifts just to try and say thank you for anybody that can help me to achieve the goal of getting there. So I do have that extra information to come home and share. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I know that uh, throughout all of our our you know broad listener base uh, if even they only gave 10 cents each you'd probably walk away with an extra hundred thousand dollars so i think that if uh, we could get the people who are listening to our our podcast right now to go and visit you know zane's websites go and look at realistically raw you 
www.zanesmusicgroup.com and find out more about what Zane's doing because she her message is amazing and she's got a lot of knowledge, a lot of inspiration, a lot of motivation to go and change the world. You know, one plateful, one mouthful, one mindful at a time. <laughs> so, you know, get behind Zane and help her out. We certainly will as wellness guys and uh, and we'd love you guys to do that too. So thank you so much, Zane, for tonight. We've obviously run out of time and I really appreciate you taking the time to, uh, we all appreciate you taking the time to join us tonight. Thank you so much for chatting to me. It's always very exciting to share, and it's always so exciting to be chatting to you guys. Thank Thanks. you, Zane. Now, everybody, make sure you go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Wellness Guys, and tell us what you thought of this episode. I reckon it was a great one. Share this podcast with your friends and family and other strangers you think that need a wellness update, because I'm sure you know some out there. And subscribe to us on iTunes, and while you're there, leave us only a five-star rating, nothing less. Um, you can't give more, even if you wanted to. Just a five-star rating would be good. And give us a comment, a good comment. Until next week, begin creating wellness into your lives. Lead by example, and let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on The Wellness Guys Show. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.